Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm Nikki Krasik, and I'm here with Kate Sitars. And today, we're going to talk all things copywriting. Specifically, we're going to start with what is copywriting. Um, Kate, I know that uh, when I have told people that I'm a copywriter, sometimes I get a, an understanding reaction, and sometimes I get a, mm, what is that? What do you do? Yeah, exactly. I've gotten a lot of the, um, you know, copywriting versus copywriting, which we can get into two very different things, but I'm actually really excited. We're talking about this today. Um, you know, you've been doing it forever and I've been doing it for over 10 years. And I still, when people ask me what I do, I'm usually like, well, you know, the things, the copy on billboards, the writing or emails you get in your inbox or a brochure that you pick up somewhere that comes in the mail, like someone has to write those things. And I think that's a light bulb moment that I know I had. And I think for other people too, to be like, oh yeah, those words just don't appear in my inbox or appear in the mailbox. Um, but I feel like that's just the, the, what it is. It's not necessarily, I feel like that undersells what we do and the importance of what we do. So um, yeah, I feel like there's much more to it than the medium itself. Absolutely. So let's actually get down to basics. What is copywriting? As you and I both know, copywriting is writing that sells or persuades. It's the writing, as you were saying, it's the writing in emails. It's the writing on a company's website. It's banner ads. It's billboards. It's all that kind of thing. And it's designed to get people to take action, maybe to literally make a purchase, um, maybe to persuade people to sign up for email. Could even be to get people to think differently about a company. Um, but so copywriting is about, uh, about trying to get people to take an action or, or think a different way. So again, to, to sell or to persuade. 
And it's not, I know, you know, sometimes people think it has to be really clever or, oh, it's just salesy, but I know I've heard you talk about it before and it's not just being salesy or, you know, the negative aspect of just trying to get someone to do something they don't want to do. It's connecting with that right audience with a need that they actually have um, and making sure that they know about the solution to their need or their pain point. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. That kind of push, push, push used car salesman selling, capital S selling is really not at all what copywriting is about. And I know that you and I have talked to to new students or potential copywriting students who have said, oh my goodness, I don't think I want to do this because I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy. And as you were saying, that's really not what copywriting is about. It's fundamentally you have an audience that has a need or a want and you have a, a company or an organization that has a solution to that need or that want. And writing copy is really just about creating a message that connects the two of them, that that conveys how this company or organization, could be a nonprofit, has the solution that this target audience is looking for and conveying that in a way that, that resonates with that target audience, that when they read it, they go, oh yeah, oh yeah, they get me. This is it, this is what, this is what I need. Yeah. And I think that's why the difference between good and bad copy and why copywriters have great careers, because being able to do that, you know, if someone reads something and they think, oh, well, why do I need this? And they kind of glance over it because they don't understand what the benefit is to them. Then that's the difference between a company, you know, succeeding and a company really failing um, if they can't connect with their audience and with the right language and conveying that benefit and having a strong call to action of okay, I'm I'm interested. What do I do next? How do I how do I take that action? Um, and what can I do? Yeah, there's there's a lot to copywriting. I think sometimes people are a little surprised because they think, well, you know, I'm I'm a writer, so today I'm just gonna call myself a copywriter and I'm gonna write copy. But there, I mean, like any other career, there is a full training involved and it's a totally different form of writing than any other one. I mean, you began your career as an editorial writer before I yep, yep. stole you away <laughs> years and years ago and made you become a copywriter. Um, but it, it's a it's a very different type of writing and even a different type of writing than, than content writing, which is where that kind of editorial piece would come in. Right, exactly. And I think the, the other interesting thing is, um, you know, realizing how many people use copywriters, you know, I feel like it's not just the Mad Men style ad agency, you know, we're pitching big clients all the time and doing that sort of thing. You know, if you've watched the show, that's a great way to get some kind of insight into one aspect of it, but there's so many other possibilities for, for companies that are need copy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you and I have both worked for those big, multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar companies. Um, but we've also both worked for solopreneurs and, yep. and nonprofits and, and pretty much every size business in between because every company needs messaging. Every company or every organization has something that they want people to do or actually usually has multiple things that they want people to do, right? Sometimes they yep. literally want them to purchase, as we were saying. Sometimes they want them to sign up for a newsletter. Sometimes they want them to donate or all those kinds of things. Um, sometimes they want them to just read more. Um, and all of that comes from have from having great messaging that, that gets people to take those actions. You know, the 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 best website in the world you know it can have 
it, or I shouldn't say the best website, but a website could have the best imagery and the most compelling photos and the most interesting stuff. But if it doesn't have great messaging, it's not going to be able to sell. It's not going to be able to get people to take action. Whereas uh, a website could have no images, right? Could just be a white page. But if it had great copy on it, which and probably should define too, the copy is the actual writing that we do. It's what we call the words. Um, if it has great copy on it, you can get people or a company or organization can get people to take that action, can make that connection with people who are seeking the solution that that company or organization has. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, some larger companies, especially, they need consistent communication internally too, as much as externally. If they have messages they want to get out and something they need their their internal audience to understand, there's lots of writing there too. Um, and I think the beautiful thing is that we can choose who we work with. You know, if you're not interested in a certain field or, you know, um, feel like, oh, how could I ever work for, I always use, or let's put it in a positive, <laughs> like working for a healthcare company, you know, you, there's, there's plenty that you can do there that your copy, copy can um, reach a large audience and then ultimately help doctors to help patients. And, you know, it has a, this, this effect that's further reaching than we realize. Um, and so, you know, name an industry, name a business, name an organization that you're interested in, that you like. And certainly they've either have copywriters or on staff or have worked with copywriters as freelancers or with agencies. So um, I think the opportunity there um, is, is just incredible. And I know you've cited this stat. This isn't something I know off the top of my head, but 548,000 businesses start each month, which is insane. So every one of those, you know, they might not have the budget for a copywriter right off the bat, but certainly that's a huge opportunity for copywriters to, to help those businesses grow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think something that's really important for people to remember too, especially our really heart-centered writers out there, is that, you know, there are some needs and wants of a target audience that strike you as, as you know, beautiful and, and loving. And, you know, when you, you help a family that wants to adopt a child from Venezuela, literally picking a country off the top of my head, but, uh, and, and you write for an adoption agency that specializes in children from Venezuela and you write it and that makes that connection. Sometimes it's that beautiful, wonderful thing, but even sometimes just like say that same family, uh, two years down the road now has three small children and they need a minivan (laughs) to accommodate those three small children. And they need, a um, shouldn't have picked minivans because I know very little about them, but you know, they need a rear gate that, that opens a touchless entry rear door and they need all that kind of stuff because now they have all these tiny children and they have all these events to go to and all that kind of thing. So then the copywriting for that minivan website that makes that same connection that, that explains why that rear touchless entry is so great and how it's going to help them and how it's going to make life easier and all that kind of thing. And, and how it's, I mean, you know, tiny children, so it's easy to vacuum or, or whatever. It's still something that this family wants. You know, you're not, they're not trying to, to push anything on this family. It's, it's giving this family what they want. So it really all comes back to 
connection. And I know that both you and I have had the experience where we'll start working for a client uh, because, you know, you and I both teach copywriting, but we're also still in the weeds. We're absolutely still taking copywriting clients. We do write copy every single day uh, because we love it so much. Um, But uh, we've both had the experience where we take clients on and we think, oh, all right, I'll see okay, let's see what this is going to be. And then we dig into it and it ends up being super interesting. Yeah. I think we've both done like corporate waste solution type of things, I believe, which is crazy that you think there are multiple, you know, and two very different clients that we've worked with, but both in that area. And I know for me, that was such an interesting, I get to learn about all of these things that would I have learned about corporate waste solutions otherwise? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, I've learned about um, wood chips and different mulch, um, just things that, (laughs) what other career do you get to explore these, these crazy things? And I'm still hung up now on the minivan example. I'm picturing a mom with like, you know, grocery bags, because I don't know about you, but I try to pick up every grocery bag in my hands and do one trip. But then you have small children, you're trying to hold those. Yeah, you need that touchless entry to be able to... <laughs> See, you can't stop working even when we're, we're not actually writing for a minivan. Yeah, right. How would we write that headline? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's when we say things like, well, we learned about mulch and we learned, but like, take, the thing is, is that, yeah, going into it, We would have never thought, oh, I want to learn about mulch or the example I always give is, is, um, residential tractors. I wrote for this company that, um, they weren't like farm level tractors, but they were higher than, um, like ride on mowers. And basically what we discovered is there's this whole target audience up in like Northwestern United States. A lot of them are airline executives, all that kind of thing. Um, And they have these big houses and big yards. And what they love on the weekends is to come home and like ride around on these, these, again, not quite tractors, but definitely way more than ride on mowers and to feel like, like, I guess, gentlemen farmers, essentially. And the thing is, is the more you dig into a project, like from the outset, if someone said to me, oh, do you want to learn about, you know, residential tractors? I would have said, I have absolutely no interest in learning about residential tractors. But the more you dig into something, the more interesting it gets and the more fun it gets to be to figure out how to craft a message that's really going to connect with this target audience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it speaks to liking that challenge of, okay, here's the information I've got and what we have. How can I make this interesting and make it connect to that audience? Um, and I, I always talk about copywriting like a puzzle because I feel like there's that element of like, okay, here are my pieces. Now let me move things around and and what works as a headline or, you know, maybe going back to the drawing board and figuring out another idea, you know, taking another piece and feeling like, okay, that's a better fit for what we want to focus on. Um, And so there's that element of problem solving really um, and the strategy behind it and really thinking through that audience and not just throwing words on a page, you know, there's, there's a lot more to it, I think, than, than people realize. And then once you dig in, you're like, oh yeah, okay. This is, this is why we're paid well. This is, this is why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I completely agree. That's one of the things that I love most about is it's, it's writing. So there's still that strong element of creativity. You know, you're still coming up with the words and putting them together, but it's, it's that putting it together because every project that you go into has certain objectives. 
you know, I know that you and I both do other kinds of writing and, you know, maybe every writer would love to write books someday. But um, one of the things that I've always found daunting about, frankly, whether it's creative, whether it's it's fiction writing or, or even nonfiction writing is that blank page. But one of the great things about copywriting is that you never actually have, I mean, okay, yes, technically you do, but you never have nothing to go from. You always have certain parameters. And those parameters, because you've talked with your client and you know what the objective is of the project, you know who you're trying to reach out to, you know what you're trying to get them to to do or, or think or things like that. Because you have those parameters, you're never kind of just staring at a blank page and going, hmm, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. You have uh, a direction to to start from, but within those parameters, uh, there's still a lot of room for creativity. So it's this fun mix of creativity and and strategy. Yeah, and I love that you brought up fiction writing because I know we've talked about this, but like F. Scott Fitzgerald and there, I think Salman Rushdie, right? Mm-hmm. They're all great writers who were copywriters. So it's it's a real career. It's not just um, you know a hobby or. Um, there's that potential though. Of course you could do it as a side hustle, you know, um, you could do it part-time, you can do it full-time. You can kind of make it what you want to fit your lifestyle really. Um, so that's, yeah. I yeah. Think it's fascinating that, you know, to pay the bills, all of these great writers were working in, in the ad world as, as copywriters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's a great point is that I think sometimes people think, oh, well, a copywriter, okay, well, then I'm going to be, I think actually people tend to go one way or the other, right? They think, oh, I'm going to be entirely freelance and I'm going to travel the world. Absolutely a possibility. Uh, I've done that. You've done that. Absolutely a possibility. Or the, well, I'm going to work in an ad ad agency or I'm going to work full-time in a marketing agency or something like that. Also a possibility, but really one of another of the cool things is that you can kind of decide what you want your career to look like, whether you want to be full-time on staff, whether you want to be full-time freelance, whether you want to be part-time freelance. We have a lot of students who, um, whether they do it when they're starting out or whether that's how they want to keep doing it, they have a full-time job and they write copy in the evenings. And again, maybe their plan is to eventually transition to to being full-time freelance or full-time copywriting. Um, But we have plenty of students that just want to bring in some extra cash, you know, to pay down stuff or to have money for vacations and all that kind of thing. So it's a very flexible career. And I know that throughout both of our careers, we have, we've bounced around a lot. We've been on staff. We've been, I mean, we've both always had freelance clients, um, but we've also been on staff. We've been contractors. We have been just freelance. Um, So there's a lot of, of flexibility in that. Yeah. And I think the beautiful thing about that is it, it can change year to year or, you know, month to month for contracts, frankly, you know, if you take a three month contract and decide, okay, I want to roll into another contract, or maybe now they're offering me full-time employment. I want to try that for a few years or however long. Um, And so it's not this um, static thing. You're not stuck in one thing or another. And I know, you know, again, you talk about bouncing around and I think that speaks to kind of where we're at at the given moment of like, yeah, I kind of want to be in a, on staff uh, team and working with people in an office and seeing people every day versus, okay, I've done that for three, four years now. Maybe it's time to, I want to go 
to Bolivia and hey, I haven't done that, but for me, Germany for four years and, and work from there, um, you know, and finding cafes to work at and doing that, that thing, or, you know, frankly, oftentimes it's in this little square corner of my house and in, in the office, but um, that's the nice thing that you have that flexibility, uh, especially as your life changes, you know, your personal life, if you end up having kids and you want to have that flexibility to have more time to be with them or, you know, take them to school because you're setting your schedule, um, you, you have that option. Mm-hmm. I think that one thing that, that we hear before people start working with us and maybe when people are brand new to working with us is, is this really possible? Is this yep. actually yep. a thing? Um, and I think that one of the reasons that people are so, um, besides the fact that it's, it's the internet, you know, uh, and you, you kind of never know what you're going to get, I guess. But um, I think <laughs> one of the reasons people are so surprised by copywriting and and a little skeptical of the idea of copywriting being a real career um, is because so many of us have been writers or have wanted to be writers or have, you know, have had a natural affinity for writing. And probably as long as we can remember, I know that's true for me, as long as we can remember, we've heard people say things like, oh yeah, you can't make a good living as a writer. Oh, well, yep. writers don't make any money. Writers, um, oh, well, you know, write in the evenings, but keep your day job, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'll never forget. I think one of my first creative writing classes in college, um, the professor who was a, a published author, he had two books published. I forget by who, it doesn't matter. But um, one of his first pieces of advice to us were like, hey, my first book advance is $5,000. And the fact that he got an advance was amazing, you know, because so many people don't get an advance on their book. Um, so he's like, you need to have, you need to have some type of plan while you work on your novel. And it was this reality check. Um, granted, he didn't offer this as a solution. And, you know, we there's no necessarily copywriting um, degree that I know, uh, you know, there's, there's marketing degrees and maybe you have a copywriting class, but there's no actual full-on program. I mean, there's the Comprehensive Copywriting Academy, but <laughs> which is why, you know, it exists is because there isn't that option elsewhere. Um, so I, I wish I feel very lucky that I, I got to know about copywriting because otherwise, you know, I was in school like a lot of people for creative writing, publishing, kind of the more the editorial side of the world, which, yes, there are careers in in editorial realm. They just don't pay as well, um, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's it really is a sad truth that the vast majority of writers don't make money. As you were saying, the average novelist, if you're not J.K. Rowling or Stephen King, you're not making any money. And very sadly, journalists don't make much money. And, you know, uh, blog writers, if they're just writing blogs, not, you know, also selling things, um, don't make much money. Um, But copywriting is a field in which we get paid very well. And part of the reason for that is because companies can directly directly draw a correlation between the work that we do and the revenue that comes in. Um, because again, aside from that, like sale, 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 that's not what it's about. But if you can get people to take action, then that moves them a little bit. Maybe it's directly to get them to, pur- to purchase something. But if you can get them to interact more with a company, then that will increase their chances of making a purchase, which will increase a company's revenue. And again, it's not just, you know, big 
corporations, but it's, it's, you know, the, the solopreneur business coach who's helping her students build their businesses. It's the health coach who is helping people um, lead healthier lives or, and it's not, obviously it's not just coaches. They're all different kinds of solopreneurs and businesses and all kinds of size. It's the, yeah. it's the dance studio down the street who in 2020 is having a really hard time figuring out how to meet, make their ends meet. And so a copywriter can work with them and say, okay, if you're going to start um, offering digital classes, let's figure out how to market that. Let's put together some, let's put together a new page on your website. I'll write a new page for your website. Let's write you some new emails. So it's one of the things that we do is we really, we help businesses. We are experts and we partner with businesses to help them meet their goals. And that makes us very valuable. And because we are valuable, um, companies pay us well for that. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because I, my favorite, one of my favorite things was learning that the the whole idea of the Dosaki's uh, most interesting man in the world was done by a team. And I believe one, if not both were, were copywriters. And so there's this opportunity for us. We don't just execute. Yes, we execute and we write the copy. Absolutely. But there's this whole part before where we have this opportunity to come up with ideas um, that then can lead to, okay, what's the best way to execute on this idea. So I think talking about right now, especially the current situation, um, you know, I love to see what photographers have done with, okay, maybe we can't do so many shoots anymore. I, I know, they can now with, with distance, but, um, you know, pivoting to do some online classes and, and having working, maybe a copywriters helping them advertise that via Instagram or Facebook ads or, or what have you. Um, and so helping them come up with those ideas to find ways to do something new. Um, and, and we can offer that as copywriters, like, Hey, here's your idea. And I can also, I can also execute on it for you, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's, there's really never been, a better time to be a copywriter. And I know people are like, oh, whatever. But really it's true because first of all, there have never been so many companies. Um, as you're saying that stat, that 548,000 new companies every month. Um, and, you know, maybe that's dipped a little bit because 2020 is a little crazy, but and that is around the world. And again, not every single uh, company is going, to, is going to hire a copywriter. Um, but that's more than a half a million new companies every month. And then there are also already so many companies in the world, millions and millions and millions of already of companies in the world that already exist. Um, and more than ever before, companies of all sizes, even the small ones, are understanding the importance of having good marketing. And on top of that, these companies are, are becoming more educated about what good marketing entails. And more than ever before, they understand that messaging and copywriting is an important part of that. Um, so they are valuing copywriters more than ever before. And frankly, that's only going to continue as companies become more savvy and understand what they need to do. Um, but it's, it's a great time to be a copywriter and tomorrow's going to be even better. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we touched on not needing a degree, but what, what do copywriters need? Cause I feel like I don't think I'd be a copywriter having not met you and gotten, you know, training to, to do what I do. Um, what does it require to, to get into this? Yeah, it's, um, as you were saying, there really aren't any 
colleges that I'm aware of that you can get, uh, that you can major in copywriting. Um, I'm very fortunate in that the way I got started a billion years ago was when I was in high school, my dad would, he was a marketing director at the time and he would come and bring uh, work home for me to do. And I would do it for him and he would give me feedback. Um, flash forward to getting out of college, uh, went where I went for PR and I was like managing a health club for a while because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, and then much longer story short, realized that copywriting was an option and kind of dove in from there. But um, it's a good point is that a lot of people think, all right, well, I'm interested in copywriting, but where do I get started? Um, as we were saying, you do absolutely need to get training. It's a career like any other career. Um, and that means you need to know how to do it. You know, I think one of the things that every once in a while I'll come across someone and I'll say, Oh, copywriting, man, that's, that's really tough. And I wasn't able to make that work for myself. And almost always it's one of two things, either they, um, they just decided one day, like we were saying earlier, they just decided one day that they were a copywriter and said, okay, I'm just going to write copy, but they didn't actually know how to do it. So of course, no one's going to pay you if you don't know how to actually do it. Um, or, or part two. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say they, they might pay you, but then they're not going to pay you again, which, you know, yeah. it, can, it can really backfire when you, you know, mm-hmm. once they realize. That bridges, you know yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and part two, they don't have a system for finding clients. Um, okay. If you kind of, it's not field of dreams. If you build it, nobody's going to come. So yeah. if you want to be a copywriter, what you need is you need to get training and it needs to be good training. There's a lot of training out there that's like, if you can write a sales letter like this, you can be a copywriter. <laughs> um, and nobody actually writes sales letters right now anyway, uh, or very few people do. Um, you need to have a plan for how to get experience. And frankly, that should be part of the training too. One of the things that we teach our students a lot is how to create ads for your portfolio when you haven't actually been hired to do anything yet. So we teach our students how to create spec ads. And so they have a great looking portfolio before they've even been hired to do copywriting for people so that they can prove that they know what they're doing even before they get the opportunity to to work for a paying client. And they're not doing work for free. They're doing work for their portfolio, but they're not, you know, giving giving stuff away for free, but they're great, they're getting a great portfolio. And so they've got that experience. Um, and then too, they need they need a system for finding and landing clients. And I think that those three things are essential to, first of all, they're essential to becoming a copywriter. But if you don't have any one of those three things, unfortunately, people are going to to give it a shot and they're going to fail. And, you know, they try it for a while, they get discouraged, they think, oh, it's impossible. Um, When it's not impossible at all, you just didn't have the right system to make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And to toot your own horn for a minute, so if I can do that. (laughs) But we have a student from the Comprehensive Copywriting Academy, Christy, who says, Hi, I just signed up for the course and I couldn't be more thrilled with the content so far. Nikki does a wonderful job of covering everything. So thank you, Christy. And thank you, Nikki. But um, it truly is comprehensive. So, you know, coming in with zero experience is that's where we all started, right? I mean, we all kind of 
get into any field really with zero experience. You know, you yeah. learn to ride a bike with zero experience and then, you know, you start with the training wheels and you take them off and, um, yeah. yeah, no one's born learning how to write copy. You know, that sometimes students will come into a Facebook group and go, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I'm so behind because I don't have a background in copywriting or I don't have a background in marketing. Um, so yeah, you don't need to have that, that background. Um, we could teach you everything you need to know. Really what you need is that willingness to, to take the steps and to take action. Um, but everybody is born not, no one is born knowing how to do, how to write copies. So if you are brand new to copywriting and you have no idea what you're doing, then perfect. You are in the exact right place to get started. Okay, great. So uh, we have covered a lot <laughs> in today's episode, but I hope that we've gotten people really clear on uh, what copywriting is. And we started to talk a little bit about some of the opportunities and some of the elements of copywriting, which obviously, as we keep going, we will dig into a little bit more. Uh, so thank you for joining me, Kate. Thank you. Yeah. Fun as always. Uh, and uh, keep tuning in for the rest of our podcast. We've got a lot to cover and we're not holding anything back. Uh, so we'll see you here next time, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time. Oh, 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 oh,